Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So now we uh, set our sights southward down to 670 The Score in Chicago. And uh, our uh, Matt Spiegel from our sister station down there joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline here on the network. Matt, how you doing? I am very good. It's almost baseball season, which is a beautiful thing when you've got the Bulls and the Blackhawks playing in your town. <laughs> All right, I'm listening to you the other day, and I wanted to scream in the radio, do not take any suggestions from any crazed fans as to how to call a home run. Let it be organic. Oh, see, now, you've done this, though. You've I have done, done this. Job. Yes. Yeah, I, I've, I've never done that job, and it really, it's, I, I get to do one coming up here for spring training, get to do a March 1st Cubs and Mariners game, and it's a lifelong dream to be realized, so I'm going to have a good time. And, uh, no, you're right. I, I, I will certainly not take anyone's suggestion, but it made for a good radio bit. So it was great. It was great. I, I was sitting there because I, when I did it, I, I got a chance to fill in for Euchre, and you have to understand the magnitude of the chair when you sit there. So you're trying not to screw it up, but you also just want to be you. And it'll come. It just it flows, and once you feel the rhythm and you start to describe and understand the romance of baseball through the radio, it's actually a broadcaster's dream. It's like euphoria. It just hits you, and it's. I think baseball is the most romantic thing to do on the on the radio. Myself, that's just uh, my side. As that's awesome, as, as do I. It is. Uh, it is. It is the best sport, and it is the best um, milieu, the best uh, genre to do it in, and, and that's why. I feel like it's such a crime that the Oakland A's are going to have no terrestrial radio station. Right. Man, it's the first team in all of professional sports to have no over-the-air radio uh, coming this year. And I know it's uh, – and there's a whole there's a whole generation of fans being, being shut out there. Not everybody has a Bluetooth on their phone. Not everybody. So, in the in the other reason we wanted to get you on was this Cubs team. They cut payroll back a little bit. There's a lot of talk about Chris Bryant starting in the leadoff position is going to be Kyle Schwarber, and you've got a new manager and pitching. Well, John Lester didn't have a great year last year, and he's kind of been the anchor. So, you tell me, where is this team right now? Uh, this is a very interesting moment. They believe that their core of Bryant, Rizzo, Schwarber, Baez, Contreras – has been good, but not as good as they can be. And they've believed really for a couple of years that there's more to get out of them. And that's what David Ross is here to do. Um, they're disappointed that they're not better offensively. They're disappointed that the last two years, the base running and the defense has been what uh, Jed Hoyer called a massive failure. So they're, they're expecting a level of accountability from Ross um, and a level of cooperation and interpretation with the front office, with the analytics and such, that is going to help things step forward a little bit. So I think they're expecting a little bit of a manager bump, and there might be one. Um, now, the other thing is that there better be, because they really didn't do a whole lot. So uh, offensively, could they be better? Will they be better? I think both of those answers are yes. I am a believer that it was time for a manager change. 
Um, I like this idea of having Bryant Rizzo up at the top. I would actually have Rizzo at the top and then Bryant, but I understand why why they're going to do it the other way. Uh, But the the question is really pitching. Do you get the U Darvish you got for the last three and a half months last year? If so, you've got a true lockdown number ace. Um, Kyle Hendricks, a bit of a down year, but he's fairly reliable. So you feel pretty good about that at two. Um, And then things start to get pretty interesting and potentially dicey. And, you know, how much is John Lester going to age? Is Tyler Chatwood going to step up and be competent enough and consistent enough to be the five? And Jose Quintana better be the best version of himself that he's been as a Cub. It really hasn't happened yet. That trade looks like a big-time loss, a big-time fail. And uh, they don't really, they don't have a lot in terms of starters number six, seven, and eight, which you usually end up having used these days in the big leagues. So a little scary when you look at the rotation, especially the back half. So uh, as far as off the bench, uh, you got Caratini, uh, Descalso, uh, David Bodie. Uh, I mean, you got you got some guys that many many people are very familiar with uh, that have been on this team. They've been up and down. They've been contributors. David Bodie, everybody remembers his big grand slam not uh, a couple of years ago. So there, there's some there's some guys coming off the bench as well that give you the ability to have veteran leadership also. Yeah, but it's just the production has not been there. Descalso was terrible offensively. Had they had to invent injuries just to to, to get him off the roster. Um, and you know, Albert Almora and Ian Happ are two of the young guys that have just not progressed. Happ showed a little bit last year when he came up from a demotion to AAA, and, and he'll be given a chance to get some to get some ABs, especially especially early. But I'll tell you who who has a very good shot to make this team, and that's Jason Kipnis. If Jason Kipnis, who's, who's a non-roster invitee, can prove himself healthy enough to run the bases and move around enough at second base, he's going to get a chance to, to make this ball club, and, and, and they could probably use it. Um, where the Cubs have fallen off is drafting. They just have, have done a terrible job of drafting and developing over the last four to five years, and that has left them without good, young, cheap labor. And when you've got good, young, cheap labor, you've seen it there. We see it all over baseball. You can let Bryce Harper go when Juan Soto is making 570 grand and Victor Robles is making 600 grand. Then all of a sudden you can go out and spend your $30 million for Patrick Corbin. The Cubs don't have those guys anymore. That, that, that gravy train has stopped completely. Um, so, you know, it, it's up to guys like Hap and Bodie to show that they can offensively deserve to be along. But they're going to have to find some flyers uh, in, in, uh, in Kipnis. Um, we're hoping, we were hoping to get somebody like Eric Sogard, who you guys grabbed, right? But even Eric Sogard was above the, uh, the salary range of what was doable for this particular Cubs offseason. So, as you see it, by the way, we're sitting here talking with our buddy Matt Spiegel from 670 The Score down in Chicago, but as you see it, tell me how you see the Central shaking out. I, you know, I worry about um, the Brewers because of, of a little bit of regression in that bullpen, if there is any, and because the rules go against you, go against you. The, the, the bullpen ingenuity that has been Craig Council's calling card is hampered a bit by the three-batter rule in the 26th roster spot. Um, I, I have this feeling it's going to be Cardinals and Reds and Cubs battling it out for the top with the Brewers taking a step back. But my goodness, it's pretty interesting with all four of those teams. And if you told me 
all four of those teams were going to be between 84 and 90 wins, I'd buy it. And that would make for a tremendously entertaining summer and, and early fall. Um, if pinned to it right now, it's hard for me to bet against the Cardinals' devil magic, having found a way. And, and as much as I think the Reds have improved, I, I've got good feelings about about David Ross. Got good feelings about David Ross and what he's going to bring because they've just been talking about it for four years that they miss what he brings, exactly what he brings, and now here he is to bring it again. So I got Cardinals, Cubs at the top of the division with um, with, with Reds and Brewers rounding it out, but boy, it could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I was going to say I I just I don't know what the Brewers pitching staff is going to bring. I don't know where they're going to make up some of the lost power with losing Mustakas and Grandall. Uh, yeah. But then again, you got Keston here now for a full season, and he's proven since coming up as a rookie he can he can give you some power. And then obviously Christian Yelich and Lorenzo Cain are the X factor and all that. So I just I don't know what to make of it right now. And and I think that you know we had Mo Egger on a little while ago from Cincinnati, and he, he said something very compelling, and that is whoever just really owns and beats the hell out of Pittsburgh may end up winning this this division because that may be the <laughs> X factor. Yeah. Yeah. But if, if everybody goes 16-3 and three against Pittsburgh, you know, I mean, but they should, right? Right. Uh, this, this, this is the way. No, that, that, that's fair indeed. Really, I mean, the, it, it hasn't been about the rotation in Milwaukee the entire time, and that's been okay. They've survived that. This year with the rule shift, I think it might need to be more about the rotation. And if that is the case, the Reds have the best rotation. Hell, Luis Castillo is a three. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've got a guy with that kind of stuff who's probably going to be your three because Sonny Gray has shown the consistency and Trevor Bauer's there for the full year, my God, and, and, and the rest of the acquisitions they've made. So the Reds are pretty terrifying, all told. Yep. No, I completely agree. Hey, real quick before I let you go, the Cubs scaled back a little bit payroll-wise. Uh, I know the Brewers owner had said that they operated in the red this past year, this past season. Uh, give me your thoughts on the uh, on the Ricketts and the economics of baseball and where it stands right now. Well, the the owners have cleverly built in the competitive balance tax as a de facto salary cap now, and we've seen its effectiveness where the Red Sox and the Cubs are the obvious ones. Even the big market behemoths are given an opportunity by the rules to control their spending and maximize their profit. And that is just the way that business is done. Theo Epstein knew this was coming. Uh, Dave Dombrowski knew it was coming, uh, which is why he kind of melted down a little bit last year and ended up getting replaced in Boston. And this is just this is the way it's going to be unless you're the Yankees and you're willing. I mean, the, even the Dodgers, with all their moves, if they if they balance things right, they're going to be under the tax this year. The, the Yankees are the only ones skyrocketing past it for a second year, and willingly willingly so. Everybody else is is now playing uh, on a field that's a bit more level, and it's an uncomfortable truth, but it is it is the truth, and it's amazing that. For some of us, it means you're left pining for the days when at least there were eight or nine or ten teams who were going to explode with payroll. Now even those eight or nine or ten teams have to be smart about it. And if they're not smart about it and they've spent money on Chatwood and they've spent money on Hayward and Brandon Morrow and things like that, then it can come back to bite them, and that's where the Cubs are. Always a pleasure, man. I always appreciate it. Love listening to you guys down there. Keep doing a great job. And just enjoy sitting in that seat and calling baseball in Arizona. 
Bill, I can't wait. Appreciate it very much. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. There you go. Matt Spiegel from 670 The Score in Chicago joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.